Welcome to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle, June 1st. What's happened has happened. It's in the books. It's in the books. It's part of uh, instant classic. <laughs> As ESPN says, uh, April and May were an instant classic. We'll remember it forever. We are live, Young Noodleberg. Across all the channels. Good morning, Noodleberg Daily Huddle, and everybody out there. Excited to start the morning, start the month, and start the uh, next half of the year with you. Are you starting with the man in the mirror? Every day. Every day, baby. <laughs> if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that change. So uh, for those that are new, uh, we start every morning with some music. Uh, today is Motown. Uh, so... Uh, we have Michael Jackson with a very appropriate song. Look yourself in the mirror, man. The shit that's going on in this country right now, we can make the change. It's up to all of us. Stand up and be heard peacefully. Make something happen, man. Crazy, crazy stuff. Eddie Dykes is in the house. Jeremy Torresk. Good morning. I know you guys are traveling. Hope you're traveling safely, Jeremy. Ooh, Sherry Cedars in the house. Welcome aboard to the Daily Auto. It's June 1st. We got a lot of stuff to go through today. Eddie Dykes, good morning. Mitch Ziffer, good morning. Woohoo! I'm going to uh, kill the music there, my, my boy. Uh, give us a rundown. What does uh, June 1st mean to you? Uh, 6 a.m. workout in a class with other people in a gym that was outside of my house. Um, really exciting to get back to normal a little bit, be around other people, ran into some friends from our community. And, uh, you know, it was crazy last night. There was a, uh, a curfew for Broward County that came out late in the night and, uh, which is tough because, you know, there's a lot of crazy things going on out there, but excited to be a part of the change, excited to use my platform to help stand with people that have lived in, in, in a different world than me and excited to listen to what they have to say and hopefully be a part of the change. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, knowing that you and I are both process guys, there has to be a process where this can't happen. I mean, it was so blatant and so disgusting. It turns my stomach, you know, uh, my friends of color, I feel, you know, I feel for them to have that kind of fear and not know any given time um, your buddy Dexter Carter did a video and he goes, am I next? Is it my kid that's next is, you know, and so uh, while I, we don't make this political, it'd be hard not to say anything here. Hence man in the mirror, all of us look yourself in the mirror and make that change. We'll flip that song into uh, what it means for June 1st. So, uh, I am a very process and goal oriented guy. That's what I, I taught my boys. This is how we show up in the world. That's why you were a successful football coach. Well, June 1st is a time to forget about what happened in May. It's in the books. It's part of history, whether it was good or whether it was bad. 
Uh, today is a day that you can make the change. You can turn this into a phenomenal month. It, it's it's up to you to do. And there's lots of different ways that you can make change. And to prove that, I am going to publicly talk about my one of my goals for the month. And for those that have worked with me, I put you know my goals into five Fs. You know, one of those Fs is fitness. You know, and while I work out a lot, the pandemic being five feet away from my refrigerator, which was always stocked with uh, Corona lights, uh, <laughs> I put on weight. I, I really am not happy with my state of being. I'm a believer that what you eat affects your mind, same way what you read affects your mind. All of this affects your mind and body. So I hired a coach and I have a coach. I started today. I am on a program to lose 17 pounds by June 27th. June 28th, I turned 60 years old. And my promise to myself is I would be in the best shape of my life at 60. And guess what? I'm going to do it. You know why? Because I'm reverse engineering where I want to be and what I need to do starting today to get there. It's all about behaviors. And so for those of us that are in business, right, it's the same thing. Where do you want to be at the end of the month? Uh, Mark and I spent a lot of time on Friday digging through June, July, and August. We have no doubt where we're going to be. Now, we may be beyond where we've set up, but there will be no excuse for us to not be where we want from a business standpoint because it's all about goal setting. And so I urge you, I beg you, write it down. Whatever it is, I have written everywhere that the reason why I'm going to do what I do every day, like pack down one of these mothers, you know, a gallon of water every day is because I want the result. If you want the results, it's all about the behavior comment to my boy. Yeah, I love that. And, and that leads us into what we're going to talk about today with the seven quotes and we're going to go back and forth. But if you don't have it written and you don't have a plan to get there, you're just going to spend your time thinking about getting there and how to get there. And there's going to be no doing and, you know, that was part of the post on Friday was it is always about the doing. If you're not doing something to make it happen, it will never happen. You can pray about it. You can do think about it. You can do all of that. And all of that will help you get there. But if you're not doing it, that's the key component to getting to where you need to get to. So writing it down will help you stay accountable to actually doing what you want to do. Love it. Love it. Love it. So to, for those who are new to the format, because we're live on Facebook now, not just in the huddle, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube. The response to this has been absolutely overwhelming. Uh, people love it. People have been following up with us. So um, we, the format is Mark and I get together. We call it the daily huddle. You can take the information that we're sharing take it to your teams, put it in your social media, but just the same way that how you feed your body, this is feeding your mind with good stuff to start the day. So here we go. Today is about uh, motivational quotes. Now, it's really funny to me because all over social media, I see people just taking some random quote and posting it, and I don't even think they read it. Uh, you know, so the idea here is reading motivational quotes is not what's going to get you to a happy place. What's going to get you to the right place is actually listening and doing what the quotes are. So Mark and I are going to play with seven quotes. If somebody has a quote that they want us to talk about, boom. Um, April, I'll share the five um, later on. Um, but um, he who says he can and he who says he can't 
are both right. Correct. Because the, and this is what we talk about all the time is your inner dialogue will manifest itself out into the world. So whatever you're telling yourself internally is what you're going to tell people outwardly. And the universe accepts all of that and says, you know what? You are exactly correct. You say you can't, you absolutely cannot. You say you can, sure. I'm going to put 9,000 obstacles in your way. If you're willing to overcome the obstacles, you'll get there. You know, so I, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, the laws of attraction. Um, I read the book, The Secret. I watched the movie. It's not hokey. Um, thoughts become things. And so most people have a very bad talk track. Their belief system is bad. If you were to actually write down what your talk track is, not a verbal one, not out external, internal, there's 60,000 negative thoughts that go through the human brain every day. You talk worse to yourself than you would ever allow anybody else to talk to you. And that is the heart of getting beat up. It's abuse. You abuse yourself instead of changing the talk track and saying, what's possible? What can I do? Here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it my best effort. I never worry about the results. I worry about the behavior. You know that. And that's a perfect example. So we talked about obstacle, Mark. I'm going to go to anything is possible if you pretend you never saw the obstacle. Yeah. So I think, you know, most people have a barrier to entry because they'll have an idea to do something and then they'll say, oh, well, I can't do it because of that. And so if you never saw that obstacle, you would just do it because it's what you wanted to do. You know, I didn't get into coaching and say, oh, well, I really can't ever be a football coach because I don't have an extensive playing background. I never played college football. I never played pro football, you know, I don't have any lineage in it. I have no reason, no way in. I'm not going to do it. I just decided that this is what I was passionate about. I have, I'll have an opportunity to try to chase after it now. I'm going to go do it. So without seeing the obstacle or paying attention to the obstacle, because I think that's the difference is you should be aware. Don't be ignorant to the things that are going to get in front in your way, but choose to say, I'm going to find a way around over or through those obstacles. You know, so my, my favorite saying is act as if, you know, act as if you were the CEO of your own life. It will inform decisions that are different than if you don't believe you could be the CEO. And most people operate in the 90 percentile of people who say, hey, listen, you know, I, I just can't do that. That's not in my lineage. You got into football without any um, you know, family heritage, most people it's handed down. Oh, my dad, my uncle, whatever were in there. You did that. You could have easily said, well, I can't be a college football coach because I have no pedigree. I have nothing there, but you did it and you fought through it. And I'm proud of you for doing that. And that's awesome. So that'll lead me to quote number three, which I love, love, love. How you do anything is how you do everything. And to me, that is the most important, it's details. It's all about details. And to me, if we talked about this a while back, setting your attentions, and to me, the best, the best uh, you know, compliment that you can get from somebody is that you're an intentional person because you're, if you're intentional, you're present, you're paying attention to the details and you care about what's happening. So to me, just like right now, there are signs always. There's, there's always 
clues that are happening all around you, right? Those clues are telling you things. It's the exact same way. You see somebody, you see how they do one thing. It's a major indicator on how they do absolutely everything in their life. And, and you know, it's, it's such an interesting thing because it's the small little details that successful people pay attention to on the outside. They notice when you follow up right after a call, they notice, um, you know, for me, we've talked about this in the huddle before. I have this thing called the say do ratio. You want to be successful in life. Just do what you say. Most people say shit all day long, just saying it. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that. And then never ever do it. If you, you know, and so that, that really is the smallest little details. When you say to somebody, I'm going to do it. I, I love that one. So, uh, this one's an interesting one. If you win the rat race, you're still a rat. And I love that. I think because to me, and, and it, we, it says it in here, you know, there's a difference between a job and a career. And to me, and you talk about it, you know, if you climb the corporate ladder and found out that the ladder was leaning against the wrong building, how, you know, how terrible would you feel? I, that was part of my aha moment in coaching was that I had spent 10 years in it. I had had tremendous success in the roles that I had. And I looked at the rest of the ladder to what I was going to do or what I was, where I was going to go and said, I don't know if I'm interested in being the rat. I'm in this race. I don't know if this is really what I want to be. And so, you know, not being afraid to look at yourself and look at the, the, what you're doing and say, is this something that I want my life to embody? Or is this just something that's giving me a paycheck and, and having that realization for yourself? You know, I've been coaching a lot of kids that are graduating either high school or coaching kids that are graduating college. And they're like freaked out with, I don't know what to do. I need to get a job. I need to do this. I need to do well. You know, I, I, my suggestion is always write down everything that you don't want to do. That's a much easier list to do that says, listen, non-negotiable. I'm not doing that. I don't want to be in the science field. I don't want to be in the health field, non-negotiable, not going to do that. And so um, uh, Seth Godin wrote about it this morning, which was great. You know, he said, listen, it's okay to take a gap, you know, yep. like don't do anything until you figure it out, invest in yourself, learn a new trade. There's so much that you can do. I see people pivoting into new careers now and there's a renewed energy in their lives instead of getting up every morning, sitting in traffic, doing the same thing. This is this pandemic has opened up new avenues for people. So, you know, that's why I thought that was so relevant. The rat race is only applicable if you are the rat. You know, Correct. So don't don't be the rat. Get out. Do what you want to do. Listen, you know, people have always applauded me. They say, dude, you you've reinvented yourself more than anybody I've ever seen in my life because I will not accept being unhappy. I will not accept bad culture. I will not accept. And so it comes down to what you are willing to accept. This is going back to the song, The Man in the Mirror. You got to look at yourself in the mirror every day. What are you willing to accept? The Correct. minute you decide to take control. And not and have tolerance. Forget the tolerance to accept all that shit. Boom! That's where all the good stuff happens. So uh, another doozy here. I love it. To make your dreams come true, which is part of the problem is most people don't know what their dreams are. What could you do? Well, if you had a genie bottle, what would it be? But to make your dreams come true, you first have to wake up. Because it's all about the doing. 
You know, we talked about this earlier and it, and it just comes back into play. But and we say it all the time. It is all about the doing. What what plans are you putting into motion that are going to attract the things that you want and dream about? Like to me, I, I knew I wanted to do whatever I could in order to become a college football coach. That meant driving to Jacksonville and back from Tallahassee to drop off the head coach's wife and kids at the airport and back. That had nothing to do with coaching football. You know what it did? It built relationship. It built rapport. It was anything I could do that would help me or I thought might help me. You never know. You never know what's going to be the thing that's going to push you over. So just start doing Forget about everything else and just start doing. I have my dream. I know where I want to go. What can I do right now that's going to move me towards that? Love it, love it, love it. And then finally, uh, this one's a great one too, the price of security, which I will tell you 99% of the coaching I do, someone is looking for security and the price of security is insecurity. Correct. Comment comments. So, yeah, so uh, it's, it's interesting for me because, you know, I, I grew up with an entrepreneurial father. So like risk to me is very different than most people's risk. Most people are very risk adverse and I just see risk as well. That's the, that's the price of opportunity. So you got to pay it in order to get to where you got to get to. Um, and not most people don't feel that way. And I think now, especially with the pandemic and coming out, the, the risk is, you know, the security of your job, even though you're miserable in what you do, the security keeps you there. So you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. You have to accept that fear is real. But to get over that fear, just start doing actions. The more you do, the less afraid you'll be of what will happen. It, you know, so I, I, I would I wouldn't challenge you on that, but I would say the fear is always going to be there. The, you know, I, I tell people, you know, when you get the butterflies, the butterflies are just a signal that something good's going to happen. You know, like, wow, I'm alive. I'm tingling. I don't know. You know, so it, it informs me that my behavior needs to be different. I need to be a little bit more patient. I need to have faith in myself and what I've learned. And clearly when I would get on stage, which who knows when that's going to happen again, but when I would travel around the world and get on stage, first thing I would say is, Hey, I'm really happy to be here. The only reason why I'm qualified to be here is I failed more than everybody in the audience. Right. You know, I just was, and you've seen that you've lived that I'm willing to try. People would say, Hey dude, everything you, you do, you tell me it's the unicorn. It's the one it's, you know, well, if I didn't think that, why would I get involved in the first place? You know, so I'm not afraid of what the other side comes up, comes into. And then um, finally, we'll close it up. You can't get what no one has if you do what everyone does. And you and, and if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. So just grouping in with the masses and accepting what everybody else accepts. If that's not what your vision is, there's the only way to get that is to break out and do what, you, what what you feel is right, what you want to do, what speaks to your heart. And if you want something that you've never had, it's going to require things that you've never done. And that's okay. It's okay to, to feel that anxiety and to feel that nervousness. All of that will push you and move you and you will fail and you'll keep trying. <coughs> and if they persistent and disciplined, success is there for the taking. Love it. Love it. And as my friend Joe Mulling says, 
everything that you're really good at now, you sucked at at one point. So um, <laughs> we, we have a hard stop at 20 minutes. That's our goal is get in, get out, build a day. Um, I'll leave you with this last thought. Nobody gives a shit about you, your well-being, your financial, your well. Nobody gives a shit about you more than you. So this is your time to look in the mirror. Listen to that song. It's so profound. You can make a change. You can plan it. You can make it happen. Uh, ben Sterner's in here. He is a phenomenal entrepreneur who is pivoting like crazy. Follow him. He came up with an apparel idea that is an absolute game changer. I'm thrilled to be working with him. Um, Howie Cross in here. He is my health coach. He's the one that's going to help me uh, lose the 27, uh, the um, 17 pounds by the 27th. So it's all about vision and activity, vision and activity. It's not uh, easy. It's simple though. Take us away. My boy. What's up with you in sevens, 17 pounds, the 27th, 27 rules for uh, influencers and leaders. Tw something about sevens with you. Lucky seven, baby. <laughs> Take it away, man. You guys have a great day. Stay on the ball. Let's go.